0: Hello, my dears. My name is Joanna and I welcome you to the Johanna Takonis, the deconstruction of CPDC podcast. In this episode, we will talk about fight or flight, with the addition of or freeze. The mechanism of triggers. The reason why we spawn when being triggered with those three options is that this is the very mechanism of triggers. So I think we should spend a bit of time to get to know it a tad bit better, as it is something like a baseline knowledge. So, let us get right into it. We had briefly touched on this before, but I really want to emphasize on this as it is one of the basics for understanding triggers. You might be first wondering why I added freeze to it at the end. Well, the original mechanism is called fight or flight because that is what we are supposed to do after facing a threat to us. We either fight it or we flight, depending what grants us a higher chance of survivability. For that the brain unleashes immense amounts of adrenaline, so we have the best shot at any of those two options. But what if we don't make a decision? If we can't decide to flee or fight? Well, then we freeze. The adrenaline that would help us running at record level now blocks our brain and prevents any further communication. And that leads us being unable to think, move or do anything really. So let us first cover the base model of this mechanism and then how it relates to triggers. So, what is the base model? The mechanism is one from old times when we faced off against beasts on quite a regular basis and the environment was a lot more lethal to us. The tiger is a classic example for this, so realistically a rather unrealistic one, but one of the best to use for explanations, because it is a predator jumper. That means you wouldn't see the whole tiger until it was way too late. But small signs like his fur, movement in the bushes, his breathing, his teeth, the legs, the heaviness of the creature, and so on. Either of these things would cause the brain to expect an attack of that creature at any moment and begin sending out adrenaline. It causes to fight stronger, run faster, ignore pain or injuries, and so on. So when the creature attacks, we can escape or fight it for our life. Our brain applies the same thing to ANYTHING that poses a potential threat to our well-being. The thing is, it is still attuned to nature and doesn't get specific connections, especially if they are abstract ones. Despite that, it is still a solid mechanism that can keep you alive despite all odds. So, what has this to do with triggers? You might have already guessed that it is the same structure. Because a trigger is exactly that. It is a fight or flight mechanism gone wrong. Very wrong sometimes. Similar like a freshman getting a huge trade for failing at a task and then becomes overly perfectionist and completely overly alert. And the mechanism does the same thing. Overcompensating. Because the instinct failed to protect from the threat, it becomes now omnipresent in the mind. So each little hint that goes in that direction is now taken extremely seriously. Now it isn't orange fur anymore, it is every orange object. Movement in the bushes? Now everything that moves is a warning sign. It is basically your brain panicking. The alarm goes off constantly and therefore you are constantly under attack. Which means your brain keeps sending out the adrenaline and you don't have really any idea why. And how can you respond to something that isn't actually there? Because all of it is basically a false alarm. A false alarm that goes off all the time. So if there is a real threat, it goes now often unnoticed. This is why we have to teach our brain that that is a false alarm and why. We talked about how to do that in episode 31, Rewrite Your Brain. I picked this topic so that you know what to aim for and that you no longer target into nothing and waste a lot of energy. This hopefully helps you to put triggers in a box and remove them. Lesson of the week. Never upgrade your PC on a Saturday evening. I finally exchanged the parts of my computer that caused more and more malfunctions and made my computer 177 years old in computer years. Yes, there's a website that calculates this for you. But doing the exchange, a 5 cent piece of plastic of my CPU cooler broke. And now I couldn't attach it. The rest seems to work fine, but my fan isn't. Luckily, I could order a new one, as the old one was sorted back then to be a placeholder. But because Sunday is a shutdown in Germany, I will get delivery on Tuesday. This morning. Means I will need to repair computer this morning, copy over the notes, correct them and then set up everything to be able to record. I wanted to do it Wednesday and now I remember why. But, eh. Wouldn't it be boring otherwise? I mean, something going according to plan? That is not how we do things in this family or household. And then I got corona. And all those plans got to waste. But at least those times are behind me and I am immune now. Yay! Which makes listening to the news, etc., much more relaxing. That was it for today's episode. Finally back. I really miss doing this. I hope you liked this episode and that it helped to demystify the triggers. If you have any questions or feedback and the like, please let me know at contactme at johannatakonis.com. More information and transcripts you can find as usually under johannadarkonis.com slash podcast. And links are in the description. I hope to see you next time. Watch yourselves and have a wonderful time.